Moed Katan, Daf Chaf. Our Masechet has been dedicated by our good friend, Mr. Martin Arani. And we are few lines down, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines down. Last word on the line, Etive. So the Gemara is uh, discussing over here a Shita that Rabbah had, uh, that if somebody dies on the Regel, so we know we don't count the Shiva until after the Regel, question was, do you count the Shloshim? Do you count the days of the Regel for the Shloshim? Now, Rava said uh, that you don't count the days. So the Gemara now is going to ask a question on Rava. The Gemara says, Etivet, Braita. Regel ole lo leminyan shloshim. Okay, clearly. The regel does count towards the days of the shloshim ketzad. Kevaro betchilata regel. Let's say somebody died on the regel itself. Therefore, kevaro betchilata regel. They buried them in the beginning of the regel. Monesh shiv'ah ahara regel. That we know. The shiv'ah is pushed off until after the regel. Umelachto nasit al yede ahirim. After the regel already, he cannot do melacha, obviously, but he can do melacha through others. And his slaves and his maidservants, they can do work, again, privately, in his own home. And the, the people don't even have to visit him. Because they really visited him during the, the regel. Okay, fine. But for our purposes, what do you see in this braita? that it counts towards the Shloshim. And Rabbah said it doesn't. So Gemara says, Tiyufta. So that's it. That's a proof or a question against, uh, against Rabbah. Ki ataravin Amar Yohanan. We have now a proof from the Amoraim. He said, Afilu kevaro baregel. Doesn't matter. Even if they buried him on the regel, the Shloshim are counted, meaning you count the days of the regel towards the Shloshim. Vechen, ori le Rabbi El Azal, Rabbi Pedat Bere. So uh, Rabbi El Azal ruled that his son, Afilu Kevaro Baregel. That even if it's person is buried on the regel, regel ole le minyan Shloshim, and as she says, Kolchiken, if the person died before the regel. So then, of course, the regel will be counted towards the shloshim. Taro Rebanan. Kiyem kefiyat amitah shloshay amim kodem baregel. Remember, we learned earlier in the Masechet that one of the things they used to do in the olden days as a sign of avidut, they used to turn their beds over. It's called kefiyat amitah. So the Braita says that if they fulfilled this practice of kefiyat amitah three days before the regel, which is another way of saying they started to actually practice Avelut before the Regel. Which is another way of saying the Regel breaks the Avelut. And therefore they don't have to continue it after the Regel, which is basically a repeat of what we learned in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah held also that if you started the, if a person started the Avelut three days before the Regel, so therefore the Regel breaks it and it doesn't have to continue it after. 
אפילו יום אחד ואפילו שעה אחת. Okay, which is the practice that is really the halacha, that even if the person practiced avidut one day or even one hour before the regel, the regel breaks the this machloket that we just brought, whether you need three days or one day to break it, is actually machloket bet shamay bet telel. Shebet shamay omrim shenoshayamim or bet telel omrim afilu yom echad. So it's machloket bet shamay bet telel. Amar avuna, amar bichiyah bar abba, amar bichanan. ואמרי לה, אמר להוא, רבי יוחנן, רבי חייא בר אבם, ולבונה, אפילו יום אחד, אפילו שעה אחת. Same law, that even if a person fulfills אבילות one day or even one hour, it breaks the אבילות. רבא אמר הלכה כתנא דידן דאמר שלושה. רבא, however, ruled stringently, like the רבא והמשנה, that says one day is not enough, person needs three days in order to start the Avelut for it to be broken by the Chag. Rabina ikla le Sura de Frat, Rabina found himself by Sura de Frat, Amar le Rav Haviva le Rabina, so he told Rabina, Hilcheta Mai, what is the Salakha regarding this issue? Amar le, Afilu Yom Echad, Afilu Sha'achat, okay, ruled the other way. That even one hour is enough. Yativ Rav Hiya Bar Abav Rav Amiv Rav Yitzchak Nafha Akila the Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Azad. They were once sitting these rabbis on the porch of Rav Yitzchak. Nafak Miltam Benayu, and they started to discuss something. It's a question actually we raised in yesterday's shiur. Minayin la Avelut Shiva. How do we know that Avelut is seven days in the first place? Yesterday we discussed the concept of Shloshim. So we learned it from Gidul uh, Perach, from Nazir. But we didn't discuss how do we know there's a concept of Avelut of seven. So the Gemara said, we have a Pasuk Tikhtiv, Vafakti Hagechem Le'evel. The Pasuk predicts that God says, I'm going to turn your uh, festivals into mourning periods. Ma Hag Af Avelut That's it, just like the Hag, let's say Sukkot. Seven days, so too, Avelut is seven days. So the Yabbara says, Who told you when it says Hag, it's referring to the seven day Hag? Maybe it's Shavuot, Shavuot's only one day. Therefore, maybe Avelut is only one day. So the Yabbara is actually going to say, It is. In certain cases, Avelut will be one day. We learned certain laws from seven days of Sukkot, and we learned certain days from the one day of Shavuot. There's a concept that's called We're going to learn that if a person, let's say, hears about a relative that passed away, but he hears it after 30 days from the passing, that's called a, um, a report that's far away. I mean, the report is far from the time of passing. So the person does not have to make a full avilut in that case. He only has to make an avilut for one day. How do we know that? And therefore we find Shavuot is a one day hag. So therefore we learn 
from that pasuk, two different dinim. There's the Shemu'ah Kirova, which is the, you know, the, the report that comes in time, close. So that's already a seven day, like a hag of seven days. And then there's the Shemu'ah Rechokah, which is the distant uh, report. And that's uh, going to be like a hag of Shavuot, which is going to be one day. If it's a report that a person got regarding a close member of his family, so then it's regular 7 and 30. It's one day. That's the million dollar question. What is a Shemua Kerova or Rechoka? Kerova betok Shloshim. Rechoka lahar Shloshim, devre Rebbe Akiva. Like we learned, Rechoka is a Shemua within 30 days, and Rechoka is if a person heard after 30. Vachamim, Omrim, Achat Shemua Kerova, Vachat Shemua Rechoka, Noheget Shemua Ushloshim. So the Achamim are actually strict in this case. They say that whether it's a Shemu'ah Rechokah or Kerovah, it's always 7 and 30. In this case, the Bi'akiva, was the Da'at Yahid, is actually the Mekel over here. And the Yabara says, Amar Abar Barchana, Amar Abi Yohanan, Komakom She'atam Motze, Yahid Mekel V'Rabi Mahmidim, generally when it comes to Halakha. And we find one rabbi, the individual that it's lenient, and the majority opinion is Mahmir, we take the stringent opinion of the majority. But this is an exception. Why? Even though the Akiva is the rabbi, it's lenient because he said in the Shemu'ah Hoka, it's only one day. Because they say Shemu'ah is 7 and 30. Again, we see this principle repeated all the time in Abelud. When it comes to laws of Avelut, we take the lenient opinion. So Rav Hanina got a report regarding his father. It was a delayed report. It was a Shemua de Hoka. And uh, he wanted to know what he's supposed to do. And he wanted to know what he's supposed to do. He said, we posek like Rabbi Akiva, you only have to sit for one day. So the Gavara says, Rabbi Natan bar Ameh, ata le shemu'ah He got a report, it was a delayed report, shemu'ah de regarding the death of his mother. Ata le kameh So he came to Rabbi to know what he's supposed to do. Amar le hare amru shemu'ah de chokah, eno noheget ela yomehad bevat. He said again, Yom Echad, we posek like Rabbi Akiva, that's the way we learned. Yomara says, Etive, but we have a question. Uh, he asked the question from Braita. When do we say that Shemua Rechokah is only one day? Which means we know that there's uh, seven uh, relatives that a person mourns. When do we say Shemua Rechokah is one day? Only five out of the seven. She says his son, his daughter, his brother, his sister, and his wife. But not when it comes to parents. Parents, it's always going to be seven, even on a Shemu'ah. Even by a Shemu'ah. So he told them back, Rabbi answered, Yehida'ahi. 
We don't go like that Braita. That Braita is actually a Da'at Yahid. It's an opinion of one rabbi. It's not the majority opinion, which means there's no difference between a mother and a father and the other five relatives. Velo We don't hold like that Braita. How do we know that that Braita is a Da'at Yahid? Because we have a Braita. Ma'ase umet abib shilabitzadok beginzak. Rabbi Tzadok's father died in Ginzak. Wow, they didn't tell him the news, or the news didn't get to him until after three years. And they went in front of Elisha bin Avuya, that's the rabbi of Rabbi Meir. But again, he's a da'at yahid. And what did, uh, what did he say? He said... Actually, some want to say, the Hagahot of Yaakov Emden wants to say that this is not the famous Elisha ben Avuya. That's a different person who shared the, uh, the same name. Okay. Uh, nonetheless, what did he say? He said, And they said, 7 and 30. So therefore, you have to say that it's a Da'at Yahid. Where do you see that this is a Da'at Yahid? Well, Elisha bin Abuya said it. Even though he said it from the Zekinim as well. It says, Elisha bin Abuya uzkinim she'imo. But it sounds like Zekinim she'imo is, uh, you know, it's not the Da'at Rabi. It's uh, from his yeshiva, let's say. So therefore you see that it's a Da'at Yahid and therefore does not reflect the Halakha. Elawat. Even for mother and the father, there's going to be Shemuah uh, Hoka one day. And the son of Rabbi Ahia died. Ahia died in the Gola. So we have a rabbi called Rabbi Ahia, and he sat seven and thirty on a Shemuah Hoka. So the Gemara says. Ini, we have a contradiction. Veha Rav Bar Ahu de Ravhiya. Dehu Bar Ahte de Rabihiya. So you have uh, a rabbi, Rav. Okay, we know Rav. Rav is the nephew, Bar Ahu, the son of the brother of Ravhiya, who's also the son of the daughter, I'm sorry, the son of the sister of Ravhiya. Which is his nephew from his brother and a nephew from his sister. We'll see the relation in a minute. Let's just get the case book. Now that we know who it is, Kisalik Lehatam. So when Rav came to Babel, uh, where Abhiya was, that's his, uh, his uncle, Amale Abakaya. So Abhiya asked him, Is your father Avihu still alive? And uh, what did he answer him? Amarle, he didn't want to tell him the Firush. You're not supposed to give bad news uh, straight. So he told him, Amarle, Ima Kayemet. He has, uh, my mother, uh, my mother's alive. Amarle, Ima Kayemet. So he said, Is, uh, is your mother alive? Amarle, Abakayam. You know, so he's pushing him off. So he understood from there that that was his way of saying that they died. He kept on pushing him off. Don't ask me about my father, ask me about my mother. Uh, my mother, ask me about my father. So Amarle, Le Shamre. 
So basically, the Priya understood that Rav's mother and father died, who was the brother and sister of Rav. So therefore, he realized that he has to have Avedut. So what did he say? He told his, uh, you know, his Shamosh, Take off my shoes. And immediately carry my clothing after me to the bathhouse. So what do we learn from this story? The Gemara says, But once Afriya heard that his brother and sister passed away, right away he took off his shoes. Well, he had his shoes taken off. So we see that one. Avel is asud to wear shoes. Or one day. Why? What did he see one day? Because he told his servant, follow me to the bathhouse. It's the same day. Take off my shoes and follow me to the bathhouse. He wanted everybody to know that he's going to take a bath uh, the same day. That means it's not, it's not a 30-day item. You also see because he was telling him right away. He didn't tell him at the end of the day. He told him, take off my shoes and follow me to the bathhouse. So you don't even have to sit, the person doesn't have to, doesn't have to sit the whole day even. He owes Now the Gemara is going to finalize its question. You just told me there was a rabbi called Rabbi Ahiya that heard a Shemu'a and he held seven days. And now we see Rabbi Ahiya when his brother and sister died, he filled one day. So make up your mind. Did Rafiya do one day on Rechoka or 30? And the Gemara answers Rafiya Lechud, Rafiya Lechud. It's two different rabbis. <coughs> They're not the same rabbi. There's a, there's a rabbi called Rafiya and there's a rabbi called Rafiya. Could be Rafiya did seven days, but Rafiya did one day. Now let's go back to the Amud Lishon for a second and get this uh, relation. How was Rav, the son of the sister and the son of the brother of Rav Hiyah? So Rashi gives us the story. If you look at Rashi, Rav bar ahu de Rav Hiyah, dehu bar achteh de Rav Hiyah. He's the nephew from his brother and the nephew of his sister. That means, de Rabbi Aha mekapri, there was a rabbi called Rabbi Aha. From Capri, Nasa Lea, okay, Besimantov, Veolid Mimena Aibo, and they had from uh, that relation a son called Aibo. Meta, so Lea died, Venasa Rachel, and Rabbi Ahami Capri married Rachel. Vela, now this Rachel. Had a bat, uh, from a different uh, a different husband. So she came in basically with a, a daughter. And Rav was born from that uh, from that wife. Now Aibo married that daughter. Now they're not they're not related. Aibo. <laughs> Who's the brother of uh, Who's uh, Who's uh, the brother of Rav Married this girl of Rachel, so basically it's from two different, uh, no relation at all. Rachel brought this uh, 
uh, a lady in, uh, this, this girl in from a, from a different marriage. And therefore, they married each other. Uh, and that brother and sister of Rav ended up having Rav. Rav, Bar Aibo, Rav, the son of Aibo, is Bar Achud Rav Abu. He's the uh, nephew of Rav from his father. And therefore, Rav uh, is in the middle. Rav shares a paternal brother and a maternal sister, but they're not related. Brother and sister that married each other or not. It's steps. It's from different, totally different uh, mother and father. That's why they were allowed to uh, marry each other. And therefore, we have no, uh, we have, we, that, 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 that's the case. And if we ask them, you know, is your mother alive, which is his sister? Is your father alive, which is his father? And so on and so forth. Okay. Now let's continue the Gemara. The Gemara continues. Okay, now we get some, into some cases. The guy heard a Shemu'a that means a report, a close report. During the Regal. Only problem is, on the Regal, he cannot start Avilut, as we learned. There's no Avilut on the Regal itself. But by the time the Avilut kicks in after the Regal, it's a Shemu'a Rechoka already. It's beyond the 30 day uh, time. So now the Gemara says, Olelo So the Gemara concludes that actually we start calculating the 30 days. On the regel, and therefore, by the time he starts avedut, since it's shemua dechoka, he only has to metabel uh, one day. Tani Rab Adad Min Kesari Kamed Rabbi Yochanan Shama Shemua Keroba BeShabbat. Similar case, he heard Shemua Keroba on Shabbat, but he can't make avedut on Shabbat. When Motzei Shabbat Naasit Rechoka. And by the time he starts Avelut, it's Motzei Shabbat, so he only uh, sits for one day. Rabbi, is it one plus 30? No, it's one day. The law is Shemua Rehoka, one day. Now she says, even though the time that the news came, it was Shemua Kirubah, and Shabbat was Shemua Kirubah. Afapi dechi Shema Adai Yatai Kirubah, Oleh HaRegel Ashtim Shloshim, Dehavi Shemua Rehokah, the Regel, or in this case Shabbat, is Oleh. And therefore, by the time he starts, it's Rehokah, he follows the rules of Rehokah. Now the question is, okay, what does he do on a Shemua Rehokah? He's not sitting for seven days. So the She'elah is Koreya or Eno Koreya. Does he have to rip his clothes or not? Which once already is seen that the Avelut is compromised. He's not doing a seven-day Avelut. So the Sheila is, does he have to make a Kiri'ah? Does he have to rip his comments or not? So the Mahlokin over here is like this. Rabbi Mane Amar Eno Koreya. He says, actually, Eno Koreya. He does not Koreya. And Rabbi Harina Amar Koreya. Now what's the basis of this Mahlokin? Amale Rabbi Mane Le Rabbi Harina. According to me, it makes sense why Eno Koreya because you don't have Shiva either. So he's learning this rabbi that Kiri'ah works with Shiva. If you don't have Avilut Shiva, you don't have 
Kiri'ah. So therefore, just like you don't have Shem'ai, there's no Kiri'ah. Ela lididach te'amat korea, Kiri'ah belo Shem'ah mi'ika. But according to you, that says, indeed, you are korea. Do you ever find that there's a Kiri'ah without Shem'ah? So therefore, the Gemara comes along and says, why not? We have a, a Braita that was taught by Isi, who's the father of Rabbi Zira. Some say it was the brother. He taught the Braita in front of Rabbi Zira. And what did he say? Let's say a guy does not have a, a garment. Uh, he didn't have any garment that he could rip. He was wearing a garment, obviously, so why couldn't he rip that one? So Tosfot says it was, it was borrowed. So you cannot rip somebody else's garment that you're borrowing. So basically, he doesn't have a garment at this point to rip. So, and uh, what happened? Within the seven days, he got a garment. So the deen is what? Koreya. He has to rip it. After the seven is over, eno Koreya. So, Ani Rabbi Zera Batre, when Rabbi Zera heard the Braita, he responded and he said, That's only the five relatives uh, that a person wants, which is the brother, the sister, the son, the daughter, and the wife. Aval al Abib al on a parent, Korea Meholech, even after the Shiva is over. So, what do you see from over here? That Kiri'a and Shiva don't go together. That even when the Shiva is over, there is still a law of Kiri'ah. So therefore, the rabbi who said Korea, even on a Shimu'ah is saying, how can you tell me that where there's no Shiva'ah, there's no Kiri'ah? It's not so. You see over here where a guy sat for his parents for seven days. So there's no more Shiva'ah. But still, if he didn't have a garment to rip during the Shiva'ah, he will rip it after the Shiva'ah is over. So you see what? Kiri'ah goes even without Shiva'ah. So the Yavara comes along and says, Which means that Kiri'ah is not an obligatory Kiri'ah that we said he should do for his mother and his father. It's for Kavod. It's just to show Kavod. So really Kiri'ah doesn't work or doesn't apply when there's no Shiva'ah. I, we just said in this Braita that he has to rip his clothes for his mother and father after the Shiva'ah. That's not Medin. That's Medin, um, Medin, um, Kavod. So the Gemara says, Tanu Rabbana, Kol Amur Beparashat Kohanim, Shekohen Metamelahen, all those relatives that it says in the uh, laws of the Kohanim, you know, the Kohanim, are not allowed to metame, right? Lo yitame. That's one of the loud lavim uh, against Kohanim. So any Kohen, any uh, relative that a Kohen can be metame, avel metabel alehim. So that's where we know the laws of the seven close relatives. If a Kohen can be metame, so then already that's close enough relative that God forbid if one of those die, it's going to be seven actually, uh, the person will be so his wife, the mother, father, brother, sister, son, 
אין דור, הוסיפו עליהן אחיו ואחותו הבתולה מאמו. These relatives that we're going to add now, the Kohen would not metameh himself, uh, but nonetheless, the rabbis added it. And who was that? Uh, the maternal brother and maternal virgin sister. So that's, uh, the Torah's case was, when it talks about a brother, it means a paternal brother. Uh, Kohen is not metameh to a brother from the mother. However, a person would be mit'abel for a maternal brother. And and also a virgin sister from the mother. A person only is mit'abel on a paternal sister who is a virgin, not married. But if it's a maternal, so basically the rabbis added maternal brother and maternal uh, sister. And they also added married sister. As we know, if a girl is married, uh, the, the brothers and the rest of the family, they sit for her, even though she's married, even though a Kohen is not metameh for his married sister. Even if it's a married sister from his father's side, doesn't matter. But the Chamim added, now let's just read the Rashi. I'm sorry, read the Rashi. Um, yeah, that's straightforward. That's straightforward. Hoshem shemitabel alehem, kach mitabel al shinim shelahem. Just like uh, the person mourns these immediate relatives that we just mentioned, so he also is mitabel on the secondary. Now, what's the secondary? So, for example, we said father. So, what would be the secondary of father? Abi Abiv, his grandfather. It's interesting. According to the Gemara over here, there's Abilut on a grandfather. That she says, Abi Abiv, ve'al ben beno. Right? Son is the first one, and ben beno, grandson, would be the second. Ve'al ben bito, or the grandson from his daughter. Ve'al ben achoto. Ben achoto would be the next generation from his sister. What's the next generation of his sister? His nephew or his niece. So therefore you see over here that the rabbis added what we call shini'im. The Rebbe Akiva. That's what he said. Akiva is the Prince Rebbe Shimon Al-Azhar Omer Eno mit'abel Ela al-ben beno ve'al abi ve'abiv. He limited it that it's only ben beno son of his son and Abi Abiv, father of his father. So it's not all Shinim, it's only uh, it's only those cases. Fine. Tosfot actually adds also his mother's father and daughter's daughter. Those are the cases of Rabbi Akiva. Vachamim omrim, kol shemitabel alav, mitabel immo. Which means, bikantush, that he mourns with any relative who he himself would mourn for. It's the rule. If a relative that the person himself would have to mourn for, if that relative is in mourning, so therefore that person himself now puts himself in <coughs> mourning as well. 
But basically, if an immediate relative is in mourning, so then that person himself also has to be in mourning. Read that she koshemit abel alav. Right, which means he agrees that he's going to be metabel for his grandfather. Why? Because when his grandfather dies, his father is a metabel. So therefore, since his father is somebody he would have to mourn for, so therefore the grandfather would put the grandson in avilut. Vechen. Right, or God forbid his grandson passes away. So when his grandson passes away, that means his son is Ba'abilut. And the son is somebody he would have to be Mit'abel for. If the son died, so then when the son is sitting for his son, so that's his grandson, so we get that also. So basically, what's the difference then? Basically, Hakamim, Hainu Tanakama. Because Tanakama also said that the person has to sit for his grandfather and the person has to sit for his grandson. And that's basically what Hakamim is saying over here. The Yabarah says, Ikabinayu, Imo Babayit. The Nafkamina is going to be Imo Babayit. Rashi, Imo Babayit. Ah, so there's a big nafkamina. <clears throat> According to the Tanakama, once the guy's grandfather passes away, he has to sit even if he's sitting alone. Whereas Hakamim said he's only sitting as a result of the avilut of his father. So only when he's with his father in the same house does he have to be noeg avilut. Or he only has to noeg avilut when he's with his son, who's mourning his son. But if he's alone, no. Tanakama says it doesn't matter where he is. So that's going to be the nafkamina. Kiha de amar le rab de chiyabere. So rab told the son chiyabere. amar le ravuna le raba bere. Be'apa nehog abiluta. Which means... You must observe mourning in your wife's presence. Let's say the wife was mourning one of our relatives. So the husband, as long as he's in front of the wife, has to be noeg avelut. But outside, meaning away, you do not, the person does not have to be noeg avelut. That's a, a very, uh, very important point. Read that Shiki Hai. Right, so that's the, uh, so, so here you start to see that Abelut is, uh, again, not necessarily only for the seven relatives. There's other, there's other, uh, uh, I'm saying this because there's a minhag, let's say, in the community that, um, when, uh, let's say, a husband, God forbid, is put into Abelut. So, uh, you know, the, the, the wife will not go out for 30 days. His wife. His wife will also be low-key. But even though she's not Abelut, it's, it's the husband that was in Abelut. Or you see people, family members. You know, family members know, can I go to a wedding? Uh, the guy's grandfather passed away. So his father's sitting. So what's could I go to a wedding? What's, what's one thing I do with the other? You're not you're not ba'avilut, but the guy's father's ba'avilut. So therefore, that's where this comes from. When you see that if a person's father is sitting, it does impact the child because 
bottom line, somebody that the person would sit for is Ba'abilud. Now, it doesn't mean that they can actually sit. It doesn't mean they can actually sit. We're not saying that. But it manifests itself, like we said, that they don't go out, they don't go to weddings, they're, they're more low-key. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a practice that's, uh, that is, uh, is not. We good? Okay, let's go one step, uh, let, one step further. So the Gemara says, Mor Ugva Shechiv Le Bar Hamu. So, Mor um, Ugva, uh, who passed away, the son of his father in law. I guess his brother in law. It's a nice, uh, fancy way of saying brother in law. Shechiv Le Bar Hamu, who passed away, Bar Hamu, the son of his father in law. So his brother in law died. Okay, now he doesn't have to sit for a brother in law. But nonetheless, he thought to sit for him for 7 and 30. So Rabbi went in to visit him and he saw him observing uh, the morning. What do you, you like the, uh, the morning's uh, food? <laughs> I guess they serve the you know, different special foods. So what? You like the food of the, you like the lentils? You like them jadra? What, 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 what are you uh, mourning for? Lo amru lichbod ishto ela chamiv v'chavoto. Aha. There is an inyan, kavod ishto, when the wife is sitting. But that's only when the wife is sitting for her father and her uh, mother. That means the only kavod that you have to show your wife in Abilut is when those relatives, uh, but not a brother-in-law. Netanya, as we have a braita. If God forbid a person's father-in-law, mother-in-law passed away. He cannot force his wife during mourning to put on, uh, you know, mascara or rouge. Amazing. He has to turn his bed over and he observes mourning with him. Vice versa. If uh, her, the wife's father-in-law, passed away, she does not put on makeup. So it's really for only those type of, uh, you know, direct relatives, mother-in-law and father. And even though uh, we said uh, that another Braita says, that we cannot force, the husband cannot force her to put on the makeup. Which means she still has to do certain things. She pours a cup of wine for him and she, uh, she, um, she, she bathes him. You know, in the older days, they used to do these things to the wives. And Masa'atul Mitah prepares the bed. So the Gemara says, Kashyan uh, Ahadadi. Make up your mind. One Braita says that, well, that um, she, she doesn't do anything. And one Braita says she can do. So make up your mind. If you look at Ashi Kashyan Ahadadi. Uh, right, over here it said in one case where there's Avilu, she has to turn her bed over. And over here it's saying what? That uh, it can actually, he has, he has to turn his bed over. And one case says she can actually make his bed. Well, who died? 
אלא לשמע מינה, כאן בחמי וחמותו. So בחמי וחמותו, the husband has to turn over his bed. However, כאן בשאר קרובים, when it comes to שאר קרובים, he does not have to turn over his bed. She can make his bed for him. So you see, there's a chiluk between when a person loses his father-in-law, mother-in-law, or a brother-in-law, and that's the chiluk. Father-in-law, brother-in-law, he turns his bed over with his wife. Brother-in-law, she can make his bed. So therefore you see, there is a different shema minna. Tanya na me'acher, lo amru lichbod ishto, ela hamid v'hamoto belvad. When we said kavod ishto, it is only the mother-in-law and the father-in-law alone. Okay, Rabbotai, so we'll stop over here. Baruch Adonai le'olam, amen ve'amen. Thank you, Rabbi. Chodesh tov, Rabbi. Amen, Rabbi. Chodesh tov, Rabbi.